Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Chat. Gosh, it just feels like it's been like forever. And uh, just welcome everybody back. It's January 2nd, uh, right into the new year, 2024. So cheers, everybody. Mmm. Got a great cup to start the year off with. It's really kind of fun. Yes, it does look like a Nintendo game, a Game Boy. So let me, let me share with you who sent this. Um, this is Mike from Sarasota Springs, so he's just up the road. Thank you, Mike. And Mike writes to me, I have no doubt that you saved or at least prolonged the lives of some of my family and friends, as well as millions of others around the globe. And because of that, I'm forever grateful for the work you've done and continue to do. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mike, so much. Inside these two coffee mugs, remember Mike had given me a cup, it was about two weeks ago, that I think I shared it on Coffee Chat which, with the anarchy, the A, which is really smaller government, not like violence or anything. So uh, loved that. And so the second mug, he says, I, uh, first of all, he said, inside these two mugs, you will find a little something to add to your legal defense fund. I accept, I, he said, please accept this donation as a small token of my appreciation of the invaluable service you have rendered to the world. Mike, I accept it and I am very, very grateful for it. We still have legal bills to pay and so I appreciate it. Anybody else interested, please go to givesendgo.com forward slash protect Dr. Jane. And we're waiting for the 30 days to be up and for the judge to make his decision as to whether or not my legal fees will be repaid by the um, person bringing these frivolous lawsuits. Okay. And Mike says in closing, and may the Game Boy mug always remind you that although it's important to recognize the moments of life to be taken seriously, it's equally as important to recognize the playful moments that cause a person to act like a silly goofball. Thank you, Mike. I will listen. There's no shortage of Dr. Jane acting like a silly goofball. And you can ask my family with whom I just spent eight days, eight or nine days with them. Was glorious and um, about eight or nine of them. So it was wonderful. And I can assure you that Dr. Jane acted in full goofball mode on vacation. So I did, th had preloaded three shows last week, had to skip the coffee chats. I was just too much on the move with the family and it would have, was just too much. So um, I will make it up to you guys. I did a year in review last night. I hope you all caught it. It, it. There's no way to capture everything unless I did like a fast, you know, video montage. And first of all, that takes days to do, which I didn't have. But secondly, eh, you've been there. Uh, but there were a few shows that I highlighted. And of course, um, most of my guests I, I gave honor to. Uh, thanked Mike Adams for a year or two long. Just great support and loyalty and he's so protective and I love that about Mike. So, okay, let's talk about a few things. That's what Coffee Chat is all about. Let me just touch on the Marburg uh, issue, the Marburg fever, uh, because I, I've been doing a lot of posting about it. I had done a lot of posting in the fall with the evidence and the work of Todd Callender, uh, but I wanted to keep this foremost in people's mind 
because if you see in my post, you will see a link and a snapshot of what's called the Federal Register. In the Federal Register, there's a lot of explanation and detail about the PREP Act. It also contains amendments to the PREP Act, which as you know, gives for now, this wayward government and the DOD uh, the ability to do what they've done so far, which is to conduct this operation with you know, impunity. But in the Federal Register, where you see the amendments to the PREP Act, there was an amendment. It was actually brought out by Sasha Latipova in May of 2023, almost a year ago. And of course, by Todd Callender a number of times. When Todd came on the show in October and warned you all about the 5G EMS test, people wrote back, oh, you're frauds, you're phonies, nothing happened, I'm fine, I'm walking around. You know, some of those people just don't get it. These are, you know, frequency waves, these are technologies we don't, some of us don't even understand yet. And you don't know what's been done to you. You don't know what is being done over the course of days and months and years. You don't know what they've caused you to absorb, right? Um, Sasha Latipova did a, in her substack called Due Diligence and Art, actually did a summary of her, her work, working partner. The, these women are so brilliant together and separately. But anyway, Sasha did a summary of Catherine Watts a substack piece that Catherine Watt did to answer the question about transhumanism, what they think uh, it is and is not, that some of it is scare tactic to make you think the greater technology exists, and that if it does, um, there's, there's just no way to really turn a human being into a machine. You can't, you, you, know, it's cre- you can't get into creation, okay? That's God's domain as much as these psychopaths think they can. Okay, so you don't know what's been done. But when we say Marburg, you know, here's really what it looks like. Marburg is under an umbrella of a disease category called hemorrhagic fevers. You might recognize names like under that umbrella like uh, Ebola, yellow fever, dengue, I know I'm missing one or two, but but if you look up hemorrhagic fevers, you'll see the list. And Marburg isn't. So, first of all, I've done shows on Marburg, so you need to search in Rumble because it'll bring up, you know, through the keywords. You're not going to get Marburg like like you might catch the common cold, uh, being near someone, being really close for hours or days. Uh, you're gonna, if somebody has one of those hemorrhagic fevers, they're gonna be pretty sick with fever. So you're gonna wanna, you know, be careful like you would normally, number one. Number two, a lot of them are treatable. I've had Dr. Stella on a number of times to help reduce the fear. This is a worldwide infectious disease expert. She is, uh, you know, native to African, uh, Africa, pardon me. Uh, I forgot her native country. But, you know, she said we took hydroxychloroquine every Sunday. It was called Sunday Sunday Medicine. The RNA uh, viral illnesses are um, you know, treatable with the zinc 
and the zinc ionospores, just like Dr. Zelenko said. Uh, so this is not something, and by the way, hemorrhagic fever doesn't mean you're bleeding out of your eyes and ears and mouth and the way some uh, uneducated idiots have portrayed it on social media who don't have medical education. All right. Um, it's, it's, it's like what we call petechiae, small little red dots on the skin. That's how it got its name. Uh, but again, treatable, not a death sentence. Anybody who's compromised in any way, maybe who's very elderly, maybe who has pre-existing autoimmune disease, people who have taken the shots and have tired, degraded immune systems, they may be susceptible to anything. The common cold can take them down under the right circumstances. So let's be clear about it. So what is all a Twitter, pardon the pun, on this Marburg issue and my reposting it over and over again is to call your attention to the fact that back in May of 23 and also in October of 23, Todd Callender and Sasha called to your attention that an amendment had been put into the Federal Register on the PREP Act declaring a Marburg emergency effective January 2024. <laughs> okay, now we do it by like crystal ball? We do it by, we'll tell you when there's a pandemic and then you can react. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I'm not kidding you. And that's why you need to pay attention. Several things can happen. They can drop some kind of gain of function to show pockets all over the United States or the world, like they did with COVID. Uh, sickness and people really say oh they've got marburg oh my god look we've got 10 cases of marburg in uh you know arkansas or seattle or whatever and then you're all like what what do i take where do i go oh my god hunker down um you know wear a mask so be aware they could do nothing at all and just let this thing sit there but remember when they make a declaration of an emergency a public health emergency whether it's you know, stupid, like, oh yeah, we're gonna have one next May of, you know, 2000, blah, blah, blah. Or if they say, hey, now, hey, hey, we've got so many cases, we're gonna declare it now. Whatever way they do it, it's not about the public health and it's not about a danger to your health. It's about loosening up money, justifying more power grab, taking land, shutting down businesses, you know, um, hamstringing uh, the American people. See, now the coffee's down to here, so it goes black again. That's the idea of it. Okay, so that's what's happening. Read up on it. Watch my shows on Marburg. Uh, the title might be a little catchy, um, maybe look scary, but it's to get your attention. And then within that show, there's a lot of good discussion, good information, pre uh, preparing for reacting and managing. And so I think it's really valuable. So take a look at that. Okay. <clears throat> now the big story in the last day or two was that yesterday morning, in the wee hours of the morning, something incredible happened. And it's not a secret, and it's out, and I want you to go pay attention to it. There was a letter released from, you know, all the military that got it stuck up their butts that either quit with years of service in and lost all their benefits 
because they weren't, they recognized that this was a bioweapon and that the DOD was perpetrating a mass genocide operation on not only the military, but on the American people. Those people that left and many of those that got kicked out that stood strong till the end and just let them kick them out. And of course they had to weigh and measure for themselves you know, what kind of a discharge were they gonna get? Is it better to, you know, leave voluntarily and leave the benefits behind um, versus let them take it to the wall and let them kick me out. And then I've got either a general discharge, which means I get no benefits anyway, but I can't apply for, you know, um, you know, veter veterans, education benefits, things like that, or a dishonorable discharge. I mean, they had so many things to weigh under all that pressure. There are many, many military members who, under the coercion, took the shots. And many of them are dead. Their families are still grieving. Many of them are permanently injured. Flight, I mean, uh, fighter jet pilots that, that Dr. Lieutenant Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Teresa Long has grounded at Fort Rucker and maybe other places, um, injured permanently, myocarditis, had to drop out, can't get vet, vet benefit, all, okay, all the vets, they're now vets, all of the military members that are out, people were asking me for the last year or two, well, where's our military? Why aren't they coming in? Hello, they're in there too under the same coercion threat, being beat up, thrown in the brig, <coughs> facing no way to, to, to take care of their families if they get kicked out. They were under the same duress as we all were out here. But my dream was always that they would get out, they would organize, and they would step up with all of their, all those skills. Think about it. These are elite soldiers. They're all elite. Uh, there are Green Berets, and there are regular soldiers, and there are, you know, with incredible skills, IT, security, um, warfare, unconventional warfare, information warfare, as well as kinetic skills. Wouldn't it be great if we form a new, eventually a new army, or we use their skills to apply the Constitution legally, lawfully, peacefully, right? So what they did, there were 230 of them. It's like the Declaration of Independence. They put their name to this thing which puts them in danger, which puts a light on them, okay? 230, because that's what they were, you know, they organized, led by Brad Miller and another soldier. I apologize, um, he was on the call last night, Rob. Uh, Rob, I swear I'll get your name out because you were the one who got it all together, according to Brad. But I met, I want to give you a little background. Uh, first of all, before I get into the fact that I went into their space last night on Twitter, I was just going to listen. I saw Matt Gates was in there. I saw apparently Marjorie Taylor Greene had been in there earlier, but that could have been that parody account. It's always hard to tell. Uh, there were uh, John, John Frankman, who I interviewed, who's another um, uh, officer who left. Um, 
uh, Monica Matthews, Ann Vandersteel eventually, you know, we all kind of came in, I mean, I came in a little bit later. I know Ann came in a little bit after me. But um, before I tell you about, I just thought if they're gonna give me a chance to speak, I'm gonna speak the truth with Matt Gates in there because they're asking him questions. Oh, Congressman, oh, Congressman. And he's gaslighting. He claims he answered the questions, but he didn't. Uh, he gave the usual political spiel. Uh, you know, we're, we're really grateful to get this information. If you can get me more information, then somebody pops up on the space and says, um, with all due respect, uh, uh, Mr. Gates, um, you know, I, my, uh, my, uh, our little sub-organization, I'm a vet, our sub-organization has reached out to your office three times in the last four months and we haven't gotten any because politicians aren't gonna get you out of this. They're not gonna help, they're not gonna do anything. It's been three years. If they were gonna do anything, they would have done it by now. That's why I'm angry, okay? But before I get into, at the two minute, or two hour and 13 minute mark, thank you to my Telegram channel for getting the hour minute marker of when I was given the opportunity to speak, I want to give you my background with Brad Miller. Lieutenant Colonel Brad Miller retired, uh, U.S. Army. He came to my attention over a year ago when I know when he came out, he said I had to leave the, he was on social media and he said I had to leave the Army. I was 19 years and like so many day, months or something. And he walked away. That's a choice he made. Just like people make a choice to take the shot or not. You want to talk about, oh, I had to take it for my job or my college. That's real loss. Serving your country for 19 plus years, close to the retirement where you get all the great benefits that you earned. And you left because you don't want to take a death shot. So I interviewed him. <coughs> I respected him. I had an opportunity at a special event. I don't go to Mar-a-Lago events. I go once or twice a year, so don't hit me with the, you know. Um, I had an opportunity to buy a table for a very, very reduced rate if I invited vets. I thought, are you kidding? That's a win, 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 win. I'm in. I didn't want anybody famous. Didn't want, you know, congressional people that were already, you know, they were vet. No. I started feeling around. First, Brad was first on my list. I had interviewed him. I wanted to get him. He was available. Uh, I had a list of nine or 10 of them. You can see, I posted it. I was so honored to have them at my table, I cannot begin to tell you. It was an event sponsored by Laura Logan and General Flynn. So we, we go a little bit back, and I'm proud to say that I've supported Brad and I think what he's doing is fabulous and courageous and so is John Frankman and Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Teresa Long and Dr. Pete Chambers and Sam Sigaloff and Frankman and every, 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 every veteran, everyone who has served on my behalf and your behalf. So I went in there and my friend Monica Matthews, Monica on the air, you gotta, she's fabulous. She is poking me through text going, speak up, speak up. You should speak. And I said, if I speak, I'm gonna rip Matt Gates's head off. Do it, do it, do it, okay. So they get me in line and I speak. 
This was not about Congressman Matt Gates. okay? This is about all congressional members, all senators, right? There, there are representatives and there are senators, and they all make up Congress. So when I say every congressional member, I mean senators and representatives are gone. They're bought and paid for. For half an hour, I listened to Gates gaslight. This group of courageous, this guy hasn't sacrificed a thing in his life, right? DUI multiple times, rescued by daddy. He hasn't sacrificed anything. And he's gaslighting these people who've put their lives on the line over and over and over and over and over again. So I made my statement. I started out by saying, I've always been in this fight for the military and the babies. You might think that's an odd combination of groups, but it's not. The babies are our future. And as I said to Brad and Frankman and everybody else on that call, veteran who, who was involved in this, on the inside of the military, I saw your plight long before you knew a weapon was incoming. I knew this was going to happen. I could see it. I knew it. I knew, I knew what these shots were made of. I knew what was happening in the civilian world. And I said, no, 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 not our military. You're going to injure large numbers and destroy our military readiness. And, and that's why I said, no, 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 not our commercial pilots. You're going to bring down an airliner. For God's sake. So I said, I knew your plight, all of you, before you even knew a threat was incoming. And you should be mad. And these people, this was with Gates on the line, these people in Congress for three years now, going on four, have sat there, MTG, doing selfies down at the jail, the DC J6 jail. You need to listen to it. If you don't have a Twitter account, make one. You don't have to participate. Just make one with your, your, your email address and get in there because they're gonna tell you something right now while it's open in terms of very minimal censorship. This is the time to get a lot of valuable information, a lot of information. I'm not shilling for, you know, commercially for Twitter or anything like that. I don't call it X, I don't like it. It's dark, it looks, ugh. it's Twitter to me. Time to get get in there, and that's the only way. Apparently, you can listen to the replay of a of a of a, a space, unless Brad decides to do a transcript or take the recording and re-record it as a podcast or something like that. I, honestly, I don't have the time to do it. I can barely do my three shows and my three coffee chats a week, so I can't do it. But if anybody else would like to excerpt it, I'll post it. I'll put it up on my Rumble. So all of this is about this letter that is being led by Brad Miller and John Frankman. And I know Doc Pete Chambers is supporter. General Flynn was on the call a lot. Um, he made some, after I blasted, I blasted Matt as a representative of everyone in Congress. And I said, 
You don't do anything. None of you do anything. Prove me wrong. Hearing after hearing after hearing. I'm not going to replay it for you here. But this was about the fact that these brave military people, after losing so much, sacrificing so much, already put together what's called the Declaration of Military Accountability. They're going to start with every legal, lawful, and peaceful means, to, whether it's military tribunals, citizen grand juries, they're coming for the military leadership, including SecDef Austin. Yeah, they're chasing SecDef Austin down in the courts. Uh, Navy SEALs v. Austin uh, is, I guess, dead in the water. That case had the Ruby affidavit on it. Any of you interested in seeing my level of expertise in spite of the rumors and the bullshit put out by my attackers, go to my website, drjaneruby.com, drjaneruby.com, click on the tab that says affidavit. This is a sworn under oath affidavit attesting to my skills, my background, my training, and my explanation and education to the court, any court that'll listen and accept it, as to why these EUAs, it doesn't matter if that was approved, not approved, Comirnaty, uh, generic, uh, I know, I know they're all twisted in that argument in the military. And I said to those guys, go higher, go higher in the food chain. You know, it, it's, it's more, it doesn't matter if it's EUA, Comirnaty, bop, bop, bop. I explain how the FDA violated its own laws and regulations. And by up above that food chain is DOD leadership and probably Bank of International Settlements, as Catherine once said, above the DOD. Um, you know, the, the, the financial few, right? So just said to him, I don't care what you say. You, all of you do nothing. It's dog and pony. It's theater. Oh, but I know the Ron Johnson. I know that the Senator Paul's. I interrupted him twice. I'm sorry. You know what? I don't. I don't worship elected officials. As Ann Vandersteel has said many times, they work for us, whether they think it or not. But he said, "Oh, he he tried to be a hero. Oh, that's okay. I'll t I don't mind taking the heat." Bah, bah, bah. You know why? Because tomorrow morning he'll be back in D.C. Believe me, I was in D.C. for ten years and very connected. Worked in the Trump administration for 18 months in the Office of Presidential Correspondence, uh, on the social scene, went to all the events and the book signings intimately in the Trump Hotel, special meetings, okay? Night after night after night. It's a privileged life, unlike you've ever known for these elected officials in D.C. So what does he have to worry? Takes a little, you know, shit thrown at him by, you know, little Jane Ruby, right? Kid from the inner city in upstate New York. What does he care? He goes back tomorrow. He's got all the perks and goodies. And then probably every other, you know, week he's down here at, you know, Palm Beach. Palm Beach! Fundraising and hobnobby. Yeah, it's easy to say, you know, it's okay, guys. I'll, I don't mind that she yells at me. I'll, I'll take the slings and arrows. Oh, so it had to be said, I'm on the record, I'm out this far, I might as well stay. It's not right, it's not right. And I know why they're not doing anything. They're all bought and paid for. 
People yelled at me last year, oh, you know, you're Ron Johnson, you're so right, you're so disrespectful. What's he done? D-O-N-E, not S-A-I-D. What's he done? Prove me wrong. Oh, Lord, I, I pray to be wrong. I want to be wrong. What's he done? None of them. None of them. MTG, she had her little hearing with her buddy Malone and her new buddy Tom Renz, unfortunately. Right? COVID injury hearing. While she's getting a check from Gilead for her stock. Gilead making remdesivir, killing millions of Americans, injuring them every day. Right? What have they done? Oh yeah, I'll look into that. Oh, send me more information. Send it to my office. I'll I'll I'll, I'll get right into it. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a we'll have a, a, a an investigative a team look at it. I'll have my people. You know, you just send me more information. Phony bastards, and they know it. They know it. So Congress is not the pathway. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Whether you want to create citizen grand juries and indict them and hold them accountable and try them in a legitimate citizen court, go for it in your area. Convict them in absentia, whatever you want to do. But just know that Congress is not the pathway. You got to think differently. You have to, you have to think of other ways. They got you into it. They're not getting you out. It's dog and pony show. It's just going along. In the meantime, Pfizer's still making poison and still injecting poison. BioNTech is producing a vaccine for cancer that they're gonna give you before, during, and after you have cancer to expedite your murder. They're all still, that's why I wasn't against going after Pfizer. Let me re-clarify. I would stop them all in their tracks, nationalize their assets, and prohibit them forever from ever doing business in the United States again. That's what I would do with Pfizer. So it's not that I don't want to go after them. But when you go after them through the courts, it could take 5, 10, 20 years. Meanwhile, they're still killing people. They're still making this, these products, right, with the DOD, and they're still getting them out. That's why I don't like suing Pfizer. I like shutting them down, prohibiting their uh, ability to do business in the United States, uh, convicting them, you know, investigating, hit, tying them up for years, tying them up so they can't, while you stop their business, then you tie them up in congressional hearings and do your dog and pony show. But you shut them down, you see? And you take all their money and you neutralize this immunity, injury immunity. Because what people are forgetting is Congress signed, Congress signed off on removing the liability many times so they can remove the liability protection, right? Okay. Go watch it. Two hours and 13 minutes into a three hour. And I think that's it. I was going to talk a little bit about, um, I'm going to talk about it Thursday. I'm starting to get concerned about this Ozempic uh, semaglutide. It's called wa wa Waverly or something. 
whatever the brand names are, these um, GL, GL4, and I'd have to look them up, um, their mechanism of action, but this weight loss craze, because I'm starting to see gross numbers, like in, in major, you know, big areas of numbers of people, certain side effects. I'm, I'm gonna do a little more poking around about it. And just, I did a show on it a few months ago, warning people. Also, why would you take any injection from pharma? I don't care what it is. Just because it doesn't say COVID-19 on it. Oh, you trust? Wow. But you know, listen, I'd love to be skinny too in a month, right? But I wanna, as painful and frustrating as it can be, I wanna do it the old fashioned way, the healthy way, you know? Be careful, be careful out there. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk more about it later in the week. We're, we're up over 30 minutes on Coffee Chat and I just love doing it. I just feel like you're all here with me. I know you feel like I'm with you. Uh, so thanks again for everything, everybody. Um, please support my sponsors, I, or my vendors. I do not have the sponsorships I had when I was with the other network. Uh, I never had any financial support when I was at Brighton. Uh, no problem there, just was the way it was, not complaining. Um, I am completely on my own. Please help me keep my voice on the air. Uh, look down in the link stack uh, I have underneath every show description. If there's a product that you need, don't go to a big box store or Amazon. Please order it from one of my vendors. You, uh, it goes a long way to help uh, the Jane, the Dr. Jane Ruby show. I am um, really working on a very tight budget. There's not a lot of money to be made in this, contrary to the rumors. So anything you can do to help, I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful January 2nd. I hope it's nice where you are. It's still a little chilly. That's down here in Florida. That's why I'm, I'm in fleece. So I will see you tomorrow night on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. And don't forget Friday night because I just talked to Brad Miller this morning. He has agreed to be on the show. I'm very excited. He's going to answer a lot of questions. I know there are vets out there that by the hundreds of thousands that have rep that people have written to me and represented that there are chunks all over the country that want to add their names to this letter. It's a letter from military to the American people saying we will stand by the Constitution. We will follow the constitutional mandate to protect our nation. It's fabulous. So don't miss that show. It'll be 8 p.m. Friday night Eastern on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. Brad Miller to answer all your questions and you'll learn how you can get involved in the Declaration of Military Accountability. God bless everyone. Have a great day. Hi everyone, Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert, learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch, they can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also 
provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Medical Disclaimer. The Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, images, and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.